welcome to the August half pint um, Sheffield Hopcast half pint. Is it that long since we've done it? I can't remember how we started. Anyway. I was just saying that. It's just, I think we've had three months off proper, proper uh, Hopcast half yeah. pints. Yeah. Well, we've been busy with stuff. You know, it's been life getting in the way and, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, we're back and um, we've got a couple of beers to drink. We've got some beery stuff to um, to talk about. But um, shall we we kind of the stuff that we've not had a chance to talk about on the main hopcast about what we've been up to recently because we were both at tramlines yeah both at tramlines um, yeah. which was probably the biggest choice of beer that there's been yet at uh, tramlines yeah there, i would say that's probably correct yeah. yeah there were kind of three different sort of directions that you could go in so there was a thornbridge bar yep there was um, an ale bar and then there were kind of the main bars and then i think separately there was also a camden Bar yeah, that's well, right. Yeah, it? yeah, it was quite good actually. I mean, Thornbridge going in there—they were quite announced quite late, so they had a, their own dedicated bar, like you said. Um, so it was nice to kind of have a bit of difference from the last few years, and um, yeah. yeah, it was really good. Kind of, we, we had the um, some of the new newer keg beers that have come out, plus the badge one up special for uh, for the Sarah Nulty, um Charity, yeah. Um, yeah, which yeah, is nice. Which so, yeah. Was I think the uh, zesty, yes, rebadged. It was very nice. It was like a orangey sort of a citrusy wheat, wheat, wheat beer, beer. Yeah. Um, which during the spells of nice sunshine was uh, was really good. Not so good when it threw it down, but you know. Yeah. Um, and there were plenty of other beers as well. And you had a bit of a weekend love affair with um, Camden Hells. I did, yeah, and I've, I've carried on actually. Oh, really? Lager generally. I've, this I've, happened I've, last year with John Smiths. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. What's going on? I don't know. These strange moments during the year where. Yeah, I've, I don't think I've made a conscious effort to move on to lager, but it's weird how I've talked to a few people who have said the same thing, where they've just sort of gravitated to it for some weird reason, and yeah. just I think sometimes you can just get a bit hopped out, and you think just something for the nice colder weather, some a bit. It's probably something that's a bit cheaper you can get, kind of. You know more off your money and just yeah. have a longer drink the the lighter stuff's very welcome at stuff like a music festival because it's it's difficult to drink quite heavy stuff kind of all weekend yeah. long it, it kind of weighs on you a bit so having something that's a bit lighter and a little bit more um yeah i guess and sessionable is not really the word is it but something that's just a, a bit more like Drinking water. <laughs> I suppose if you are drinking a lot of it, like you don't want some like really heavy no. West Coast IPA and drinking that in the sun all afternoon. And something like this, that's probably in the four percent sort of range, is perfect really, just for something like just to. It is kind of to session on really, yeah. I suppose. But yeah. Um, overall, I think big up to tram lines. I thought it was really good. Yeah. This year. Yeah, yeah really good, good again. Good yeah. So then two weeks time, not two, next weekend is weekend. So we've got like a week week off, and then we're back on the. Uh, Back on the festival beers again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, I mean, that is a, a festival where it's quite all right to drink quite strong beers all weekend. Yeah, if you can Literally get Literally yeah. a weekend long beer festival with yeah. some music thrown in for good measure and yeah. some other stuff. Um, I'm, I'm camping for the first time. Have you got yourself a tent this time? Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we're, we're, it's work in progress. <laughs> It'll be fine. Um, and um, so, yeah, there's stuff like um, beer yoga on the Saturday morning and yeah. going for a run on the Sunday morning and stuff like that that might happen. Yeah, I'm interested in beer yoga. It's more of an intrigued kind of thing rather than wanting to do it. Running can can get in the sea. So I'm, I'm more tempted by the running <laughs> than by... But have you ever done, like, normal yoga? 
Uh, a little bit. It's the hardest thing I've it ever done. It is hard, yeah. Done. And Pilates and all its different guises. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shall we crack open a beer? We've got we've we've each brought one, so we've got one each. If we go on percentage terms, what what have we got here? Uh, so mine comes in at four and a half. Five point two, which I'm surprised at actually. I thought it was a little bit stronger than that. Okay. Let's go you first. All then. right, we'll go with um I've actually gone supermarket beer for the first time in a while. So this is Vocation who have quite a few of their beers now in uh, Tesco's and they are becoming a lot more widespread now. So chances are you'll be able to pick one up not too far away from where you are. Um, and this is the Twisted Sour, which we were talking about the uh, Thornbridge uh, Zesty earlier. This is not completely dissimilar really. It's a uh, Valencia and Blood Orange Sour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I somehow, um, whenever I'm in Tesco, I kind of go and have a look and see what they've got. Because there's kind of one or two beers that they announced when they kind of extended their range that I've yeah. never seen yet. Yeah. Like, there's supposed to be a couple of North I've beers. still not seen the North one. Not seen no. them anyway. So every time I went to Tesco, I thought I'd go and have a look. Yeah. But then I'll spot one or two other things that I think, I don't think I've tried that. Yeah. I ended up with two cans of this because I bought it and then thought, oh, I've not got that. I'll try it. So um, it is it is a beer that I've got two of in the fridge at the moment. So. Oh, I have purchased it, but I've not had it. All right. And my wife had it. Kind of uh, something I thought she might like. And... Um, it just when you talked about the is it Valencia orange or something, uh, Valencia and blood orange. Blood, yeah, just like, rung a bell. It sounds like it's going to be a really good kind of summery yeah. beer. Kind of uh, come back. It's a fairly warm day. By the way, I don't know what we thought we were doing. We literally organised to do this at five o'clock on transfer deadline day. <laughs> I mean, this is the worst planning that I think we've ever done. Um, so, but it has been a warm day. That's that's the good yeah, news. That's right. Yeah, I mean, just to um, we've actually which is. We're on location again, which is the first on location half pint, I think. Yeah. So we used to do it, used to do it in the Rebel Base Media, but now we're doing it upstairs of the Rutland. Yeah, yeah. So a few people still are creaking. Yeah, you can That's probably hear staff kind of running around. People creaking around and um, and whatnot. And uh, that sort of that outlet, I think I asked Chris, the manager, last night, saying, "Have you got a slot about five o'clock?" He said, "You can get in before. If you're out by six, then uh, it's fine." That's good. So um, I've, got, I've had a few stairs going like, uh, someone coming in here soon. Like, it's all right. It's just the half pint. <laughs> um, good smell. Oh, it, yeah, it's really or, nice. Very orangey. Yeah, yeah. It does smell like it could be like um, dilute orange, like Robinson's or something. <laughs> so this is uh, falls in the category mm. of the stuff. That I think it's like three quid a can. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a 440 kind of posh, posh, posh Tesco range, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's really nice. I suppose talking to Tesco, they've just announced their, well, they're they're leaking the odd beer or two um, for the next um, sort of range of beers that are coming out. Oh, I've not seen this. Not seen, yeah, stuff. so there is, um, if, you, if anybody is interested in stuff like that, there's a guy called Domo Beers on Instagram. I think he works for Tesco. He's one of their beer buyers. I think from the last one. I guess that's not his real name. Domo. Dom. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's coincidental that his uh, surname is uh, Beers. But yeah, a few have been announced so far. There is a beer that's made a comeback, which is the um, Brewdog and Cloudwater. So oh, we're right. now seeing a Cloudwater beer going into See, Tesco. I don't, think, I don't think I've ever tried that. No, I missed it as well. So it's one of the ranges where they do Brewdog versus. So there's a, quite a few of those range of uh, beers you might have seen around. Um, Magic Rock are up in the game, so Dark Arts Stout's going in. There's right. another Big Milk Stout by uh, London Beer Factory or something like that. Right. Um, and then there's uh, another Vocation, which is a, a epic West Coast IPA with collaboration with Magic Rock, which epic, which looks quite nice. Um, and then the last yeah. one is 
uh, a couple of the Brute, a Brute Pale Ale, and um, another double IPA from um, Four Pure. So, right, not 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 doing things by halves. No, they, they have up the game, and it's. Um, I don't know if you feel the same as me. I was kind of like a little bit of a dilemma with supermarket beers because I'm all for um, you know supporting the independent beer world. Yeah. Um, but it's it's super convenient, and um, you you do get just you know ridiculously good value, don't you? You from, do, yeah. From stocking up on what I tend to do is just when I'm in Tesco, just buy three or four that I stick at the back of the fridge, and they're just good if it's if it's a, a day where the sun's shining and you think I fancy a beer, and you know you've got stuff in the fridge that's not it's not the latest cloud water release that you've got two weeks to drink, yeah, or exactly, it's, uh, yeah. it's not going to be um, any good. Um, although the, the getting towards that aren't they with some yeah. of the stuff yeah. no, I mean, I, some of the quieter things like if you, I don't often go in Morrison's but when, every time I go in Morrison's I see something new which has had no big song and dance about but like um, like the odd Thornbridge beer which was like not being a kind of a Tesco one has started to sneak in right. um, stuff like that and then like the Northern Monk stuff seem to be getting a bit more of that kind of stuff like the Neapolitan ice cream pale and stuff like that yeah. and it's just like imagine that being yeah, a supermarket the range is good just, isn't it yeah. the range is good and then the then. Don't Mess With Yorkshire which is um, the, I think that's one of them beers which I never found for ages but I can pretty much get that every time I, every time I go now I've not I've not tried that yeah yet, it's a two for four pound I think something like that it's right, a, in the big really cans it's pretty good yeah yeah so. it's really good value really good value um, I actually got um, the I can't remember exactly what it's called but the the brew dog um it overworked. Oh yes, the, the big the big bottles. Uh, yeah, which is like a, ba- a barrel aged sour of of some sort um, from Tesco, which was a fiver, which is probably the most expensive yeah. beer that they sell. But it's the kind of thing that you expect. It's like yeah. a, I think it's a five hundred mil bottle. Um, it's obviously I've not tried it yet. I'm going to uh, leave it for probably. It's a, one of the one. It's one of the one beers that people who probably aren't brew dog drinkers who have took a punt on it have been quite complimentary of yeah so it's quite nice that you know people are like ooh brew dog or sort of thing but I think a lot of people have had good words to say about that so maybe pick that one up um, yeah be interesting to know if anybody else kind of if, you, if you're listening and you do, yeah, do thoughts on thoughts on sort of supermarket, supermarket beers, beers and waste on it, yeah. and, and not just that kind of thoughts on um, from like a psychological point of view how, how do you feel about supermarket beers because I do always feel a little bit guilty especially because we uh, do a lot with Sean and <laughs> yeah 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 but the, you know there's there's so many choices now for beer yeah. you can't kind of keep everyone happy you know I feel whenever I buy anything from a shop I feel a bit bad that I'm not going to a pub yeah. and supporting them and then when I go to a pub and buy stuff there I feel bad that I'm not <clears> buying something from a local beer shop and, and you like you sort of think well there's only so much beer that one person can consume yeah and um, you know safely and responsibly so what, what are you doing? It's just trying to find that kind of sweet yeah. spot, isn't it? Of, it is, of yeah. kind of a bit of everything, which is why I kind of see, particularly Tesco, and, and it's probably the only one where I particularly go to, to have a look at the beer, um, that I just view as just kind of like, that's my, as I say, fridge beers, that's kind yeah. of like the stock yeah. that's just there. Yeah. And then it's the interesting special stuff that I'll kind yeah. of still try and buy locally. I think maybe my change in buying, I think... For example, I bought two beers from Beer Central yesterday, which cost me nearly £11 for two beers. And then on my way home last night, I picked up a Northern Monk one, I think that one might have been £6 or something. And that maybe I'm going for slightly more expensive ones, which I wouldn't usually buy because I've probably up my game on the cheaper stuff. So it kind of all like weighs it, you know, it levels yeah. it out a little bit. Maybe, I won't, maybe I'm not going for that mid range. You know, four four fifty beer as much now. I'm kind of going lower and maybe a little bit higher on the other on the other side. Yeah. 
Yeah, see so how yeah, that works out. <laughs> Uh, thoughts on the vocation? I think it's really nice. I think... Um, What's it called? Twisted Sour. Yeah, I think because I've been drinking more kind of thirst-quenching lagers and stuff, I feel like the sours have got that same sort of satisfaction. Yeah. And that's got a really, like, gulpable, like, it's really quaffable in it for it. Because it's only 4.5% and it's not massively sour, so you don't... No, it's not. But it's kind of a nicely sour. Um, and it's not really got any funky sourness to it. It's just quite a nice... It, just, it does just taste like orange juice, to be honest. It's, um, you know, when you buy like proper orange juice from mm. a shop, uh, yeah, and that sharp. is naturally a little bit, yeah, it's a bit sharp. It's almost sour, but not quite sour. Um, and this is a little bit like that. Mm. Um, it, I think it, it's really, really nice. I think it's, it's the kind of sour that just when you get about halfway through it, just starts to kind of lose a bit of its appeal. Mm. Um, not quite, I don't want to say it gets boring, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of not quite... It doesn't keep your interest as much as like a real it, funky sour. Yeah, it's not an interesting sour. The but taste a, doesn't develop. No, it's not got that kind you of complex... You sour sometimes where it starts off like something and then as you yeah. drink it, it kind of develops into something else. And this is not kind of... It's not going anywhere, but it costs £3 mm. from a supermarket. You know? Yeah, I mean, imagine picking a couple of cans of that up and having it in a park or like, you know, having it at a barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that'd be Perfect, spot like on, really. Train beer or something like yeah, that. Train well. beer, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're off somewhere for the weekend, four and a half percent, you can't really, can't really go, um, can't really go wrong. What do you think of vocation? Because um, um, they, the, uh, was it uh, life, life and death? Yeah, all those ones. Yeah, pride and joy. Life and death is the green kind of West Coast style one you get in Tesco. Yeah, and then the big, the big can with the orange is love and hate, which is. It's one of my favourite beers, never mind supermarket beers. Yeah, it's really excellent yeah. beer. Really good example of that style. The only thing you get with that is a lot of people talk about inconsistencies where you can get a bang on really good one, then some people are like, this one was almost like completely clear and it didn't taste. So I think maybe Vocation, Hebden Bridge Brewery, I'm not sure how big they are. and They're supplying such a, such, uh, such a large amount of beer to supermarkets. Even things like co-op, the supply some beers to co-op and things like that. So yeah. you wouldn't it makes you wonder whether they're at their sort of capacity or whether maybe even maybe the brewing's doing stuff elsewhere. I don't know. Like um, yeah. I mean, even you know, Thornbridge, we've been to Thornbridge Brewery, and you know I, I can imagine that theirs is a bit of a strain as well. But you probably see as much vocation stuff on the shelves as you do as you do Thornbridge most sort of supermarkets. Do, yeah, so, yeah, um, and they're definitely I can't imagine they've got any anywhere near the setup that they've got. So. The um, the love and hate they even selling like the really small yeah, Tesco which is good. I've worked just around the corner from a is it a, a Metro and Express I'm not sure which it is but um, it, it's, it's a little bit more I think it's like three pound thirty a can yeah it's got, um, it fluctuates in price that one a little bit depending on where you get it from but. yeah it seems to be the bigger Tesco mm. it's that little bit cheaper um, they start selling my local one as well which they're that's kind of a Metro one but they tend to have like your very basic craft beery stuff but there's, there's two kind of little like shelf bits in it for them yeah, now so it's quite nice it's that one and the magic rock illuminance is yeah, it that, yeah. that seems to crop up in quite a few of the smaller <coughs> ones as well yeah uh, which are actually both decent yeah. beers for just you know picking up from mm. your nearest um, you know little sort of mini supermarket they're, they're pretty good yeah right cool what have you brought I have brought uh, enrichment from Siren Craft Brew it's a Belgian style IPA at five point two percent. Do we have anything to open it with? Uh, yes. I have to excuse the key noise, but uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's all right. 
This is the inconvenience of a bottle, isn't it? No, I don't think from Siren for a while. No. Actually, I've got a little link, weird little link from this. I, I got this. I got this from a box of uh, beer fifty-two beers. Okay. Um, and it was. It wasn't the subscription box. It was one of these kind of. I think it's full of beers that are from the diff- last few months' worth of um, subscription boxes. But the r- reason I got it was because we were featured in the magazine. Ah. Um, a couple of months. Well, the article was what maybe two months ago, possibly. I don't think I've actually read the article read in full. <laughs> I've, I've kind of seen a couple of like screenshots of it, but not actually seen well, it. Well, I've finally seen it today. Um, so basically I got that box thinking how it was going to come with that magazine in, and then I realised that they'd moved on to the next, epi- next um, whatever it's called, uh, next ep- edition. Um, and uh, yeah, it was basically about um, starting a beer podcast, wasn't it? So there was, we got featured on Beer O'Clock Show and... Emma Inch, she was, was a beer writer and um, and podcaster. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's about three or four pages in the magazine. I saw it today. My friend had one. It's a little bit crusty and uh, kind of uh, screwed up, but yeah, it's got a nice, nice little feature. So cheers for uh, featuring us, really. Yeah. Yes, thank you very much. Um, yeah, so this this is um, it's, it's quite a. So it's five point two, um, and what's it described as Belgian style. Um, what would you interpret as Belgian style? You get that kind of florally kind of notes, I think, and sort of yeasty. It's got more like sort of like saison-y kind of. Hops bar it doesn't doesn't give you much detail about the hops that it's got in it. In fact, it doesn't give you any details about the hops that it's got. It's got in it. To be honest, it tastes pretty much as I would ex- sort of expect it. Really, it's got a bit of a hoppy bite, but it's got that sort of florally Belgian-y classic Belgian sort of oh, aroma yeah, yeah. to it. Um, yeah, you do get that clovey, bananary sort of. Yeah, all that kind of. I have a weird relationship with like Belgian beers because I think when you're really in the mood for one, uh, there's nothing finer because mm. they're quite different to any other sort of style as well. Yeah, I mean, really it, enjoyable when you're in. I suppose same as any. You know, if you're really in the mood for a sour, then it's going to really hit the spot. But sometimes um, same with wheat beers that sometimes I'll just be really in the mood for, yeah. a, for a wheat beer or for a, um, a vit beer or something just you know sometimes just something that's that is a very particular sort of taste yeah I think I find I have to be like on them like and stay on them and get used to them like for example I went to Bruges for a few days and once you're kind of in there and you're drinking them it's always you get used to that kind of you get used to drinking them I wouldn't be able to kind of dip in and dip out like have yeah. a random Belgian beer halfway through a night I'd think that's a bit weird but um, yeah it's pretty good so a bit of news we've got any news we have got a bit of news this week yeah well look I mean we've not there's probably tons of stuff that's happened locally that mm. we've just forgotten about because <laughs> uh, uh, in terms of new venues so the, the Crow we recorded an episode at that's now open yeah, that's, um, uh, which is great Um I think there's a new place, and I can't remember the name of it, a Calum Island that's... The Saw something Union. Yeah, uh, Saw Union Mill or something. <laughs> like that. People keep um, telling me, and it drops straight out of my head, it's got Saw and Union in it, but there's another word in the middle, which is in Globeworks, down near uh, yeah. Shalesbow. Not been yet. Um, might try and make it after the football on Saturday, um, and have a quick look there. Um, and what else is happening? So, close to home, um, literally close to home, which is like next to my work, joined on to my work, um, which I found out, we found out maybe a month ago, heard it on the wind, that um, Lost Industry were opening in a, a, um, their own tap room, and um, they are, they're opening next to my work. Yeah. So, um, 
on Sydney Street where the old niche nightclub used to be, if anybody knows where that is. Um, you can s- pretty much see it from the Rutland. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the, it's going to be... Looking out the window. Uh, yeah, kind of down the road. But, yeah, it's going to have 21 keg lines, um, half Lost Industry beers and half guest beers, um, no cask. But that's... Um, they officially announced it on... Um, on that, their social media this week, right? Um, so that's pl- um, penned to be open in September. No exact date it's yet. It's so. a really interesting addition though, yeah. isn't it, to the to the city centre because I don't th- have we got any of uh, that kind of real keg heavy bars in the centre of Sheffield. Not really. No, it also joins the dots. Joins the dots a little bit. If you're coming from the station, you do maybe tap, then come up to Rutland, and then you have got that slight bit of a. St- bit of a, a gap to maybe beer engine or um, triple point which was sentinel but it's pretty much halfway between the Rutland and um, beer yeah. engine so yeah it's a nice little I mean if you're a Sheffield United fan yeah, you know, I was thinking it's going to be a, a <laughs> <Premier> League heart <laughs> but yeah um, yeah it looks pretty good I have been in actually because um, the uh, I forget I think it might be I'm going to say Leslie uh, the lady who owns, I think she's um, she's a chairman of a brewer um, Lost Industries mum parents so they've I think they've um, got something to do with it um, she was in my work when I was leaving and uh, our office manager said oh Adam he, he does a beer podcast sort of thing and she goes oh come round and have a look so I had a quick nosy so it's even though it's that corner unit which goes to a bit of a point it's probably similar in shape to um, the three tons if you're familiar with that down on Silver yeah, Street yeah. Um, but it does actually it, when you go inside it's just quite there's quite a bit of room in there and I think they have got some permission to put some stuff on the outside as well so okay. on sort of the, against the That'd road be a nice so, addition, yeah though. that'd be good, that'd so be good. Forward, to keep to your eyes on that it's a, I think it's called it's an industry tap it's going to be called so yeah we've touched on obviously we've got um, Peak Ender coming up um, it's also not that long now until so just over a month until Funkfest as well, which is coming around pretty quick. Yeah, that's coming around quick. Um, which um, I didn't get to last year, so it'll be my first year. I'm looking forward. To yeah, I'm gonna definitely. Uh, well, definitely recommend it. It was um, <clears throat> my first down, first um, time down the brewery as well, um, so it was a bit of a double whammy. It kind of felt like a bit of a introduction to what they do out down there. And they were kind of in between ex- expansions. I think they've actually played expanded a bit more since then. Um, um, actually, probably using the space that they've expanded into, yeah. but. Um, so I think just the way that they use the brewery was really interesting because you were right in the right in between some of the, like the you know the the brewing tanks and stuff. So yeah, yeah I, it's I, just, I just interesting. The, um, I, I don't know if it was the official name, but the working title of the piss up in the brewery. Ah, of course you did. Yeah, went yeah. To that. So uh, I'm guessing the setup is fairly yeah. similar to that. Maybe just not not as cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that was really good though. I do mm. like the fact because it does it does feel like you're in a working brewery. Yeah, it? yeah, and it's kind of yeah. like you can sort of tell that that building didn't used to be part of it, and, yeah. and it's all kind of expanded. And some bits are like really kind of old looking and quite um, sort of almost antique in their appearance. Yeah, and then definitely. some bits look a lot more modern. And um, I I like um, it reminds me of stuff like. Um, Indie man, where you kind of like you go through a room and then you're in a room that's totally different, yeah. And it, it just had this feeling of just, um, just kept your interest right throughout yeah, the evening, yeah, so um, yeah, well, definitely worth definitely. Checking I mean, and it, it's ridiculously cheap for what you're yeah, actually getting. And if, you, um, if you're not particularly into your like, I'm gonna say sour beers, but they're not just sour beers, are they? They're kind of you know, funky, just funky. crazy fermented beers and stuff, so there'll be sort of different types of beers. It's 
probably surprise you that you know you might not think that you're interested in it, but it's, they will all have like kind of uh, some of their other beers on straight from the tank, so you can probably have like uh, moonshine or heathen or something. They'll be yeah. available, and um, if you don't like them, but there's, some of the stuff we tried, I just thought were absolutely fantastic. It, Very it is well the kind curated. Of you've got you've got to go in with a bit of an open mind. Yeah, yeah. If you're not, if you don't consider yourself to be quite into funky beers, or you're a little bit. Um, and I think I think scared is a, an appropriate word to use. If you're a bit scared by kind of beers that are outside of your comfort zone, like less beery yeah. beers, just go, just go and try. Yeah, just give them a go, um, because you'll even for someone like me or you, we'll we'll go there and try something and not like it. But yeah. Equally, try something else that is just absolutely on point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's the great thing about beer festivals is mm. that if you try something you don't like it, it doesn't matter because you're only yeah. 10 minutes away from your next beer. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Which might be something that you love. So, yeah. There we I go. suppose the other thing about, um, like, obviously, Jim, um, who does the Funk Dungeon, as it's kind of unofficially, you know, he's, they're not just a brewery doing the odd sour beer. Like, Jim's, like, super passionate and he's you know he's, he's it's probably cur- i assume it's curated by jim and he'll, he'll pee yeah. the beers i mean um they're not just winging it on some just get a load of sour beers that everyone's gonna just like like that one it's just dead easy to drink there'll be some really interesting crazy yeah, stuff yeah there'll be some out. challenging yeah, yeah, beers yeah. as well that that just won't make any sense but yeah. when you taste it, it might just make sense yeah. big up to um Funk Dungeon as well because I think they've just made their first release in 440 on cam as yes. well which is, which is I've got one in the fridge I've got one in the fridge and I looked on untapped yesterday uh, and it was up to I think it was an average of 4.1 so anything over 4 is very very Pretty very good, good. Yeah. especially um, for something that's quite a unique style yeah I think some I think one of the comments was it's a bit like a sour vimto like it, it's about 7% but apparently it really drink it just it doesn't really you wouldn't know you wouldn't know yeah okay. so yeah Look forward to trying that. I think it's called Rye, Rye, Rye from the Grave or something. Something like that. Yeah, so yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, right, so enrichment, final thoughts? I quite like it. I, I, it's not something I, drink, I could drink a lot of, but it's, 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 it is what it says on the uh, on the bottle, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Belgian style IPA, yeah. I think we've had two perfectly good beers yeah. there. I don't think either are outstanding. Neither of them are bad. Um, if I was going to have one again, eh, probably lean slightly towards the sour. Which yeah. is as well because I've got another one in the fridge. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just a, a, a dead simple, easy to drink beer. Yeah, I'd recommend going out and getting one of those. Yeah, without question. Yeah. yeah. Even somebody who's like I said not particularly probably sold on sours, give it a go. It's an easy one. Yeah. Um, right, that's going to pretty much wrap yeah. us up then for um, for for now. So if we've had a little bit of a break just due to other stuff getting in the way but um, we uh, will be um, yeah back doing another half pint every month and um, our next main hop cast um, we're going small we're small we're, yeah. yeah we're going every, we're going micro we're going micro pub micro beers yeah Probably, probably. <laughs> a little bit of pressure on Sean here to remember to actually save some beer, so we'll see what happens there. But um, uh, yeah, and then we'll be back with our next half pint in September. Yeah, see you later. Bye bye. <laughs>